Welcome to another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. I am your host, Ben the Conservatarian. And what I first wanted to start out by talking about is the fact that Bronny James, LeBron James's oldest son, had a cardiac arrest on the court yesterday at a practice. Now, the interesting thing is, is like I've mentioned many a times, we're seeing this cardiac arrest happen more and more in sports. Plus, like I brought up the fact of that analyst passing out, and you know that guy was jabbed. Well, so was Bronny James. How we know that is the family said in some comments where basically everybody in their family got vaccinated when the vaccines came out. So we know that he was injected with the bioweapon. Like I said, it's not always fatal for everybody. But the thing is, is not all the batches are the same either. And that's what the NIH and the CDC is not telling you. Now, for him, only time will tell as to exactly his condition. What exactly happened? Does he have an enlarged heart because of it? Did he have myocarditis and they didn't know about it? I don't know. It's very, very, very interesting. He was going to be playing for USC come this fall, but it was just very, very interesting that, you know, he collapses. And it makes me wonder how the news and the media is going to try and spin this. How how many people have to collapse? Now, I mean, for him, it's tragic that it happened, okay? I don't wish ill on anybody that's been... Uh, jab with the bioweapon because at the time he was vaccinated he would have been a minor probably 17 years old and you know he's just doing whatever his parents are telling him to do and the fact that you know if you think about it all these professional sports plus all the college basically everybody was having to get vaccinated or they couldn't travel and play with play with the team and other uh venues and just all the stuff that they were doing with covid which was absolutely 100% pathetic because we know that it was tyrannical rule. Now, I don't like LeBron James at all. I think that he's a, an elitist globalist hack. I think that he's a puppet for the globalists because he pushes certain things. But, you know, it's like I don't I don't ever hear him out there talking about the fact that you got kids making shoes at Nike factories, little hands making your shoes that you're being sponsored with. But to me, that's besides the point. So anyways, so I feel bad for the fact that his son has been jabbed and then he has this cardiac arrest. This is not common. What you're going to find out is you're going to start seeing more of this happen and become more common. And here's the reason why is because all these people have been jabbed up and then they end up developing a, an enlarged heart. And because they're an athlete and they're out running around, running around, running around, putting their body to the limit all the time because, you know, they're competitive and you're going to see more and more of this. That's why we've seen soccer players collapse. That's why we saw Damari Hamlin collapse last year. It wasn't just because of the tackle that happened. It wasn't because of that. We know that. We aren't that stupid. Now, granted, he's not going to come out and say anything against the vaccine because he's controlled. The vast majority of all these people are controlled. So, I mean, it's very unfortunate what happened to him. This uh, 
Bronny James, but you know, only time will tell. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he has a speedy recovery and he's able to get back into sports. We don't know. We don't know for sure. But I thought that it was very, very interesting. And I think that finally more and more people are waking up to the fact that the vaccine never worked. It wasn't a vaccine. It wasn't a gene therapy. It did absolutely nothing to help fight COVID. All it did is create more problems that we are now seeing in the population. So crazy. And then something interesting. So I talked about the fact that the Obama's chef died. He he drowned is what they're saying happened. Now, the interesting thing was, is originally the story said that the Obamas were not at their residence when it happened. But then we find out that somebody called from the Obama residency, and more than likely it's going to be one of the Obamas that calls. They haven't said who it was. But then later, they say that the Obamas were actually there. So what is it? Why are they changing the narrative? And then now, everything is taken down on his Instagram. All the pictures that he had because he had a a business. His wife had a catering business. He had, you know, pictures of all the stuff that he did. And he started to learn how to swim in 2019. And he drowns on a paddleboard. I think that there's way more to this. It's very, very interesting. I'm wondering what's going to come out. I mean, was he on drugs? I mean, if he, if he was taking swimming lessons and learned to swim, I don't see how the guy would have drowned on a paddleboard. And like I said before, I mean, if you were to look up pictures of people paddleboarding around, they all have something either tied to their arm or their leg so that, that way, if they fall off, they can just hop back on it, and that way they don't drown from it. But it is so, so very interesting, because they're changing the story. Now, why would they change the story? Because then it makes me starting to get conspiratorial, because I'm thinking, did he see something that he shouldn't have seen? And I think a lot of people by now are realizing that Michelle Obama is not Michelle. It's Michael. You can look it up. You can find pictures of Barack Obama with Michael before Michael changed his name to Michelle. It's so weird. I don't know why, but I don't know. The fact that the DNC more than likely is going to push Michelle, Michael, to run for president because we know that Joe Biden can't handle it. We know that he's too old, his cognitive ability is basically zero. The guy is super weird around kids. We know about all this stuff. But what is so interesting is why why are they changing the story? And then they're trying to keep everything all hush-hush. And then they take his Instagram down. Now, from what I heard, his family, because he was married and had two kids. From what I heard, you know, people... You know, they start getting conspiratorial, but the thing is, is things don't add up. And when things don't add up, people start getting conspiratorial because they're starting to wonder why and why the story keeps changing. And this is not the only chef 
to drowned that worked for the White House. Same thing happened. There's, Cl there's Clinton and Obama ties to another person. It's so very interesting. And sometimes I wonder if it's just convenient for these uh, deep state globalists, these corrupt people. Something happens and they gotta, they gotta get rid of them. All I know is, to me, the story doesn't add up. So we'll see what ends up happening in the future. But the tough part is, is Barack Obama's a past president. What do you think's gonna happen? Just like with Joe Biden, we knew about Hunter Biden's laptop for how long? And now we're finally seeing some investigation going on. This is how this stuff happens. And they're always trying to clog the news with other things to distract us from the real problems. Now, is this something like that? I don't know. I'm just asking questions here. But it is very, very weird. And to me, things do not add up. But Time will only tell. He worked for the White House during Bush's presidency, and then he was there with the Obamas, and then when the Obamas left, they wanted him to be their personal chef, and that's where he was. Now, the interesting part, too, is the Obamas are now saying, along with some of the fake news, that he was a former chef. So is he a former chef or a current chef? We hear one thing and then we hear something else. So is he actually working with the Obamas at the Obamas house when this happened? Or did they fire him or something? Or did he quit just before he drowned? I don't know. I mean, there's always a possibility that the guy could have just straight up committed suicide because he got fired. Or he could have gotten killed because he didn't, he saw something that he, that he shouldn't have seen. I don't know. I mean, he could have gotten killed for seeing something that he shouldn't have seen, but I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing things out there. It's very very interesting and to me things just don't add up. So like, share and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast and Amazon. So like, share and subscribe to it. Leave comments down below. Hit the like button, it helps with the algorithm. And something very interesting too that I saw was the fact that Elon Musk, he commented on basically after Bronny James had his cardiac arrest. He said, Bronny James cardiac arrest is linked to COVID-19 vaccine, Elon Musk suggests. Because Elon Musk also said, we cannot ascribe anything to the vaccine, but by the same token, we cannot ascribe nothing. Myocarditis is a known side effect. And we know that. We know that. Just like the blood clots, just like the heart attacks, just like the Bell's palsy, just like all those things that I've brought up many times, the vaccine, I think, in the future, we're going to see that link to more and more things because somebody like Bronny James being 18, that's not a common thing to have cardiac arrest. But it's going to be coming more and more common. But we also already saw the statistics on the fact that athletes have had cardiac arrest 
increased by, I think, it, last time I checked, it was something like 350%. So it's very, very interesting. And then with that chef, Tafari Campbell, the guy that died in Martha's Vineyard at the Obama's residency, the interesting part is, is they said that there was a witness that saw him come up and then go back down and then they didn't see him anymore. And the interesting thing is, so who was the witness? They haven't named him, but it's very, very interesting. I guess, uh, I guess we'll see, we'll see what happens, but it's like I said, you had the past chef for the Clintons that died in 2015. He died in shallow water down in New Mexico, and his name was Walter Shy. Now, anybody that has looked into the Clintons and the fact that they have a pretty big body count of people that have been directly or indirectly associated with them for the last several decades. But that chef would have seen basically the scandal with Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. He probably would have seen the worst of the worst between Hillary and Bill because he was at the White House from 1997 to 2000, and he mysteriously dies in 2015 when Hillary Clinton is running for president. How convenient is that? It's so weird. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. And we know that these people, they aren't good people. We know that. We know that they're demons. We know that they're doing all sorts of nefarious things. I mean, you look at uh, Pizzagate and the Podesta emails and the fact that then that's why they go after Julian Assange. The left used to love Julian Assange till he released the Podesta emails. And then they tried to nail his ass. So crazy. All these people that speak out about the Clintons, the Bushes, the Obamas. It's like all these people in power, they think that they're above the law, but they aren't. We just need to get the DOJ under control. And we need to actually have justice. I don't know. I just, it's very interesting. And I'm not the only one that said anything about this. Newsweek, it just brought up the fact of the strange coincidences between Tamari Campbell and Walter Schwelb. So it's so very interesting that even Newsweek brings this up, this strange coincidence. I don't know. It's very, very interesting. That's all I know. It's like, don't you think that that a uh, publication like Newsweek and the fact that they're bringing up the strange coincidences. Don't you think that that's kind of ironic? Kind of interesting? And the toxicology report is supposed to be coming out here pretty soon. So I wonder, I mean, there's the possibility that the guy could have been intoxicated with alcohol. He could have had drugs in his system. There's a whole bunch of different variables that could have happened. I just think that they're definitely not telling the whole story and things just seem really, really weird. But I'm hoping 
that will have some insight into exactly what happened with Tamari Campbell. Hopefully it'll um, be a legitimate toxicology report and we'll actually see we'll see something but it just i don't know these sort of things i don't necessarily believe in coincidences sometimes sometimes these things where there's where there's smoke there's fire i mean we know now that he was found in the very very shallow water so shallow that he could have reached up so was he poisoned did he have something in his system that was toxic did he have an allergic reaction to something hell was he clot shotted did he have a pulmonary embolism i don't know it's just very very interesting but we'll see hopefully uh hopefully we'll see see some light shed on this it's just very very interesting like i said it just none of it makes a whole lot of sense so I want to give a shout out to my buddies over at the Solomon Clothing Company. Everything is 100% made in America. All the cotton, all the stitching, all the leather, all the embroideries. Everything is 100% made in America. There's no outsourcing whatsoever. So head over to their website, type in the promo code AWAKENOTWOKE at checkout, and you'll get 10% off on your purchase. Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. So like, share, and subscribe to it. Leave comments down below. Hit the like button, it helps with the algorithm. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Let's have a long time of